Welcome back, everybody, to this week's episode of Twist Turns and One-Liners. This week, we watched The Wolf of Wall Street. Um, also, hopefully, everybody missed me because I wasn't here last week with our new <laughs> posting schedule. Um, this movie came out in 2013. It has the one and only Leonardo DiCaprio in it. And it's based on a true story about uh, Jordan Belford, a stockbroker in New York City, and basically, like, the chaos of his life, I guess, and mm-hmm. his career. Um, this movie was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I, that's what I wanted to start off. Okay. Like filthy rich. That's this movie. Mm-hmm. It's, this just encapsulates it. Um, it was not a bad movie, not a bad movie, just filthy. Yeah. Over the top for sure. Um, I'm realizing now reading the Wikipedia, um, that since it was a black comedy, that was the point. It was supposed to be over the top. Mm-hmm. So one of the questions I have is, so it didn't really happen like that? Not, not like one to one ratio. I mean, the, the movie's based on his book, I believe his mm-hmm. like autobiography. Yep. It says that. For sure, it's not a one to one. There's gonna be, you know, creative a little license. flourish to it, right? But I'm sure there. I'm sure it's all rooted in real stories, right? Like, yeah, it's, you wouldn't be able to pick out which things are added and which aren't. I think because of the craziness of it all. Sure, sure. But I think it's one of those things where it's just driving home the point of his personality and the people he surrounded himself with, and. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, I mean, the change, I mean, the change in the character happened pretty quickly, but we do see him in the beginning, uh, you know, when he first starts as a stockbroker, mm-hmm. see him being, you know, I don't want to drink at, with Matthew McConaughey's character. He's mm-hmm. like, I don't want to drink. I don't want to try drugs. Was such a quick turn. Well, it was uh, a couple years passed. Like, oh, I, okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. From the time he started there to the time he like the market crashed and he was had to look for a different job. I think it was a couple of years. So he had been in, he true. had been in the game for a couple of years, right. gotten the ins and outs of the, you know. Do you think part of the this movie is kind of to show that like no one is immune? Like, if you get caught up in that lifestyle, everyone's going to, like, turn into a piece of shit. Yeah, it's for sure there's some of that to it. I mean, I think the I think the the bigger thing with him, well, I wouldn't necessarily say bigger thing, but, like, another adjacent thing with him is is more the after part of that where eventually it all comes home, right? You know, the chickens go come home to roost or whatever the phrase is. Um, and, uh, basically everything comes back to bite you in the ass, you know, if you push too hard. Yeah. Which is a common theme in movies where someone gets really rich. Right. Greed. Right. That's, yeah. It's kind of, um, I I saw this a long time ago and I'm definitely just thinking of it because it's also Leonardo DiCaprio, but it's very like the great Gatsby in a way. Yep. Um, Definitely. Uh, I read that book. I didn't. I, like. I did watch the movie, but I don't really remember the movie as much. Um, it wasn't really worth watching. It's really, got, it's it's got parts that are kind of neat, but 
I only really know it from the freaking gif of Leonardo DiCaprio with the glass where yeah. he's like cheersing. But yeah. the book was really good. Um, mm-hmm. But I remember greed just being such a big thing. But um, I was also going to say that the reason I suggested this movie um, was because I had always heard of it. And I was like, you know, I, I really want to watch that. Maybe it'll be if it was such a you know successfully received in the box office movie it must be really good mm-hmm. you know um i would not watch it again <laughs> <laughs> um, it was it was not what i was expecting and i know we talked about this last time about how um I should watch the trailers before I suggest movies. Um, so I really need to get better about that because I think if I had saw the trailer, I would have been like, nope, I'm good. I don't need to see it. Um, but I did. The re the real reason is that I saw a clip of on TikTok of a behind the scenes of them filming this movie. And maybe you've seen what I'm talking mm-hmm. about where for, for anyone who doesn't know what I'm talking about, there's a, behind the scenes of Leonardo DiCaprio in the office. Um, and everyone in the background is like cheersing and shouting and he shakes someone's hand and then he kind of backs up and, you know, goes into his day daily activities. And you basically see right before they call action. He's just, I just put my hand in front of my face. He's just like dead serious preparing to start the scene and then he just switches on like that like the character yeah you almost see him you almost see him like kind of lean into it like he's like and okay we're going yeah that's crazy Mm -hmm. like the talent there kind of how you you know love tom cruise's acting Mm -hmm. I, i wouldn't say i feel the same as leonardo dicaprio in general but i felt the same way about him in that moment yes because it was it was so impressive to just I right. know he's been acting for a long time, but it was right. really impressive. I think it's just one of those things, too, that you don't necessarily see that often. Yeah. Like, in those featurettes. That's true. Like That's you, true. Like, usually those little those little snippets and stuff don't, like, they're a little either a little bit more zoomed out or way more zoomed in. Yeah. And like, I'm not talking literally, but, like, just kind of on subject matter. Yeah. Like, maybe they're, like, looking at the whole production. Maybe they're, like, just kind of showing random b footage just to you know talk over it mm-hmm. whereas this was just like straight up no it wasn't like meant i don't think it was meant for a featurette or anything Mm-mm. it was just like a little clip for that got pushed out yeah but it's it's crazy and he really he really did a good job portraying the character mm-hmm. um so i will say the movie was good in terms of acting um i did not know jonah hill was going to be in the movie Mm-hmm. I don't really like Jonah Hill, so I didn't, you know, wasn't like ooh exciting. But mm-hmm. I thought his he did a good job playing his character. Right. Um, I think when he when he pops up in movies like these, or when he's the most entertaining. Like uh, I, I think I've mentioned in the past, if not on the podcast, just you and I talking about Moneyball, the sure. movie Moneyball. He's in that, and he's kind of he plays just a quiet like analyst in that movie. Oh yeah, but like his part's good in that movie and. Yeah. Like, he's just like, I, I'm i not going to try to think of other examples, but, like, that's, like, those, like, places where you wouldn't, it's less the case now than it was back around that time because he was kind of the, you know, he's the guy in Superbad. He's, 
Like in yeah, the, and like, uh, like Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah, yeah, goofy sidekick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he was kind of a goofy sidekick in this movie. <laughs> yeah, but it was it, right. It, it's a different movie. It's yeah. a different kind of movie. Different, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and I, he, he's someone with being in Superbad and Twenty One Jump Street. You might think that he's kind of a shallow actor, but he really stepped up to the plate and mm-hmm. played. A more serious, but also kind of funny character. Right. I think, I think something that maybe people lose sight of or just don't know. It's just, it's just a not knowing thing. But there's a lot of like really serious like actors who are, have had really successful careers that started in like, you know, stupid co- little comedies, yeah. stupid little horror movies. I mean, kind of Bradley Cooper. Like he started in The Hangover. That was kind of his, not big break, but one of his first big movies. And now look at him doing, you know, Silver Linings Playbook and The Sha- or the Shallows. Mm-hmm. Jesus. What's that movie called? Um, Star is Born. Yep. And American Sniper, as we watched. Yeah, so. I think it's... I mean, even you can even, you can even go down to, like, an even, like, lower level. Because, I mean, The Hangover was a... Was a you know overnight like sorry yes to your your point it's not like a small comedy but I'm just saying that was not a deep role to play. But uh, but yeah yeah it's one of those things where these people will they'll just have these small part pop up parts and then eventually they'll make their ways and end up you know bigger and better things as they go. Oh excuse me. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, this is one where I think I like this movie a lot. I watch it. I like rewatch it relatively frequently, like maybe just on the background or something. Mm-hmm. Just because it's it's one of those things where, like for me, the entertainment value are like the thing that like I enjoy about it is just how well it, how well like. I'm going to, I kind of, and you haven't seen it, but I, I feel the same way about this sort of than I do about Uncut Gems, Mm -hmm. where it's one of those movies that keeps you, it's not anxiety, but it keeps you like, oh my God, like, what are you doing? Like you had, you had the easy out, but Mm -hmm. then you just like, you fucked up again or Mm -hmm. you you do this. How many times you can keep fucking up and Mm -hmm. this and that. And just basically the, the, like, uh, what's the. I suck at expression, so I'm not going to try. But basically, he's <laughs> you know his his pride and everything got in the way, mm-hmm. and that's what ended up being his downfall. He probably could. I mean, I think it's one of those things where eventually everybody gets caught. Yeah. But he probably could have made it a hell of a lot longer. Well, he could have gotten off relatively clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I get I get how that kind of environment definitely didn't uh, encourage. Right. No. I feel that you normally see in these types of movies where people kind of team up to basically scam people out of their money. Um, you normally see them turn on each other, and they really didn't. Um, he really tried to not. Uh, Jordan Belford really tried not to turn on mm-hmm. Donnie. It was all basically. It was all little slip ups. It wasn't. It wasn't yeah. ever. Like somebody just completely ratting anybody yeah. out. 
Yeah, which you normally right. That's would usually see. the downfall. Somebody cracks, and then yeah, so, or at least the expected downfall, right? Right. So I thought that was kind of interesting. This was a really long movie, mm-hmm. um, and uh, surprisingly, I I didn't ever feel bored, mm-hmm. which is it's, a good sign. It's clean. It's tight. Yeah. Um, yeah. but it's weird because reflecting back on it, it kind of feels like a lot of the scenes are similar with the drugs and the partying and the girls yeah. and stuff. It's just, it's, the context is what changes, right? Yeah. Like it's kind of like a, it's one of those things where you expect them, you expect change to happen, but it doesn't happen. And then the consequences end up being more and more severe as he goes along. Right. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. Um, just to go back to the beginning, uh, Matthew McConaughey, I was like, oh my God, he's in this movie for like five minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but the scene where he takes uh, Jordan Belford out to lunch mm-hmm. and he's doing the weird like banging on his chest thing. Did you watch this movie on Prime? Oh, uh, yeah. Did you by chance see, you know, how they do the extra facts on the Prime? Yeah. It'll tell you who's on screen, extra facts. Mm-hmm. I saw, I happened to click on the screen when that was happening. And uh, I saw that it said that banging on the chest and the noise is something that Matthew McConaughey does before a scene to get into character, which is really weird because you always see that in movies where, quote, actors are preparing, but it you don't feel like that probably actually happens with actors. Oh, you mean like vocal warm-up type yeah, stuff? Yeah, and- like you always feel like that's fake probably, but anyway, so Matthew McConaughey was doing that. And apparently Leonardo DiCaprio asked Martin Scorsese if we like they could, they could put it. that in the in yeah. the film. And they did. And obviously we kind of saw towards the end of the movie that he used it as yeah. the same as a similar kind of moment for right. his people. And it kind of saw growth is the wrong word. <laughs> but the Just like it right. It's kind of a like he had risen to the level. Like, yeah, like, we're in this shit. Like, we're, yeah. this is, we're doing this shit. Yeah. Because growth implies for the better. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if it was for the better. Yeah. Um, trying to think. Um, is there's, I, I know there's things I want to discuss. I'm just trying to kind of go in order. Mm-hmm. Um, the, so the wife the first wife. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what? She just, um, she felt like, how did she not catch him cheating until Margot Robbie came into the picture? I, I'm pretty sure it was, I, if I had to guess, it was one of those things where she knows it's happening, but now he has the nerve to, like, you know, show up to where she's at. Okay. With them. Okay. I, it's, I don't think, I don't think that goes, I don't think that would necessarily go unnoticed. Okay. Just, just just wanted to clarify. Yeah, that's just a guess. (laughs) I don't know that for a fact. I think it's one of those things where she kind of, again, it's just a guess or assumption maybe, but that she, she likely had, knew that something was going on, but she just chose to ignore it because things were pretty good. Yeah. Money, baby. Um, true, or also in that same vein, uh, Donnie's wife, just 
like what was the whole cousin plot line that it was his cousin yeah. like what was the point of that and what was that supposed to tell us about his character because you remember he's that a little, just a little off in the head i'm guessing okay because you remember that whole spiel he gave where he was like all these people started to try to pursue my cousin and if anyone's gonna pursue my cousin it's gonna be me or mm-hmm. something what (laughs) i was just like okay clearly i'm supposed to be getting something about his personality here but i don't know what it is i think it's just i think it's clear that he's just from the very beginning that he's kind of an unstable person right he's kind of got a few screws loose upstairs yeah and leonardo dicaprio was like sure right (laughs) i I should go in business as this dude well a huge i think the the big thing was like I think it was getting having somebody to work for him that he yeah. knew that he knew he he had it like basically all he had to do is show up with his nice car and then he basically had this guy by the balls like and yeah. could basically tell him to do whatever he would wanted to, wanted him to do and he would do it. Yeah, that's true. True. Um trying to think cuz um really I mean we kind of just see the business grow through the first half of the movie we're just seeing them build up and up in the company grow and then mm-hmm. them change it to stratton oakmont the the name or whatever their firm um oh yeah and we see um oh i know that might happen after eventually obviously margot robbie comes into the picture mm-hmm. and there's that scene where like you know he first meets her and they're so high on whatever drug they took that Donnie is literally jerking off in the middle of the party. Yes. And the wife's right there. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, Donnie, but did, I don't think they got a divorce because later wasn't that still the same wife on the boat? Yeah. So I just, I went to his page on Wikipedia and they, it says they divorced in 2000. So, oh, okay. I'm gonna, so yeah, they were still, yeah, so she she was decided it. Okay. Anyway. Um is that really his cousin or was that fake? Yeah. He married his Oh my cousin. god. I yeah. thought that was fake. Okay. Hmm. Jesus. Married his cousin and had three children. Anyway. Um <laughs> but uh Margot Robbie, I was looking up. Uh I'm pretty sure she was only like twenty three when she filmed this movie. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy because that's like my age. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I guess 10 years ago, so Leonardo DiCaprio is probably, what, like 50? So he was like 40? Yeah, something like that. So it just, I, I would be so intimidated to be like 23 acting with Leonardo DiCaprio. But she held her own and she did a really good job. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't think that he, she was going to change him by any means, but... um. Oh, that's definitely not the kind of person she was. Right, but the scene where the first wife does catch him with her, mm-hmm. um, I really liked that scene where he gets out of the car and then she's like, do you love her? And he kind of does that like, like he can say so much without talking. Mm-hmm. He just kind of, you know, goes like, and like by, not, by not saying by not saying no, you're saying yes. Yeah, and it was just I don't know. I really liked, even though it was sad. I really liked the acting in that scene. So that was 
might have been my favorite scene. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, I think um, my favorite parts of this are the kind of in the at the. I think it's around the halfway point. Maybe it's a little after the halfway point when it starts to get into the investigation part, mm-hmm. where like he's being investigated. Kind of all the shenanigans that go on through there. Yeah. Like, I really like uh, John Bernthal's character, the um, the guy who gets arrested with the with the money with the, when they're trying to send it to... Oh, send it overseas. the one that was fighting with Donnie? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I liked that character, too. And then they just casually throw in there, he died two years later. Right. <laughs> they I, do that a couple times, right? Because the, yeah. the one guy from the office that got married to the girl that... Oh, that, yes. Like, blown everybody. Yeah. Um, he committed suicide, and then it shows, like, the cropped still of dead guy in the tub. Yeah, that was really sad. Um, the I thought it was so, f- f- like, unin- well, it was intentional because it wrote in the script, but <laughs> it was ironically funny when, um, I think it was Jordan's dad who's like, don't talk to the FBI agents, whatever, and what does he do? Have the FBI yeah, agents yeah, on his yeah, boat yeah. and thinks he can, like, finesse them. Right. And yeah, what? Oh, oh, that's right. Because he kind of insinuated that he could bribe, but then he mm-hmm. tried to backpedal and be like, "No, I did it." Right. And it, I think that's kind of like just on a com- on a complete side note. Um. Uh. So the guy that the guy that was investigating him, uh, uh, Agent Patrick Denham. Denham? Denham? Or mm-hmm. Would you say Denham? Whatever. Kyle Chandler, the actor, I like that guy, but that's not what I was getting at. Um, <laughs> okay. So, well, they in the movie, they said he was, originally, he was trying to become, like, a broker right. on Wall Street, and then right. they ended up going to the FBI. I, that's, like... That's crazy. Well, I mean, it's it's a... If people that are going to be working at the FBI as any kind of agent or investigator, they're... Like, you have to have experience in the field that you're mm. going to be uh you know oh investigating sure sure so like if i were to go do it if i were to go do it for computer science related stuff <laughs> i'd have to have a couple years of work experience as you know a developer or yeah. something or whatever it might be before like going into that so just like it's i mean obviously it's the movie's not focused on him but like having that kind of just knowing that, like, that's, like, kind of how that works, right? So they know, the people in those spots know how the people committing the crimes kind of think and how the business works. Right. Because, I mean, if you didn't, you'd be screwed. You wouldn't ever be able to figure anything out. Right. So it's just, it's one of the, so he's getting, he's basically inviting on a boat somebody who already knows all the ins and outs of that business. Right. Whereas, like, he's, his usual, the usual people he's, like, you know, smooth talking or dum-dums. Dumb dumbs are yep. people who like have no idea what he's talking about and they have to just kind of trust him because they have to because if you wanted to it's not like today where you can just get an app and buy and sell your own stocks whenever you want. Yeah. Like you had to call somebody. Yeah. And they had to do it for you. Well, so I kind of figured that out while watching because again, I don't really know how stocks work. So I was kind of like, why do why are stockbrokers even a thing? And then I yeah it's not so much a thing anymore i mean i'm sure they still exist but there's no way they're making a lot of money anymore yeah like at least not on the consumer got smarter i mean uh, yeah and for technology i think 
yeah, in, in terms of the, okay, so they're still there, but they're just handling large accounts. Yeah. They're not, hand, like, you know, they were calling, you know, random, what were, what were they saying, like janitors and stuff at the beginning for when they were doing the pink, the pink sheets? Yeah, stock? yeah. They're calling janitors and shit. Well, janitors and shit don't need a bro- broker anymore and they can, right. you know, use Robinhood or whatever they're... It was actually really do. sad when... Um, they were taught that that was with the first wife when he comes home and he and she's like, wouldn't you feel better, you know, right. asking for money from rich people rather than these um, broke people? Right. And I'm glad he then shifted to because he <laughs> yeah, later yeah. says, like, we're attacking the one percent of America right. because that would have been really brutal if he just kept ripping off like well, he wouldn't people have got, struggling. He wouldn't have gotten to the level that he got to is nearly like at this pace that he got there. Yeah, right. I have a fun side story about a scam. Um, and this is not my story. Um, it's a story that I heard on a podcast, but I'm just going to relay it. Mm-hmm. And if anyone knows what I'm talking about, good for you. <laughs> but um, basically, I was listening to this podcast where this guy was talking about how he worked for a company that he later figured out was a scam. And it was basically selling gold to people. And they would prey on like widows. Or people who are really old and probably haven't talked to someone in a long time. Mm-hmm. And they call them and they're like, hey, did you hear? Um, you know, Joe Biden is going to make the stock market crash. And you need to pull your, your money, money out of your, your retirement and invest in gold. And then, you know, they end up obviously taking some of the money and only giving them like a portion of what the gold is actually worth because they lied about what it was worth Mm -hmm. or they just say like oh it lost its value but like never had that value and it just made it's just so sad that that happens because i could see a lot of people falling prey to that Mm -hmm. um so that's tough that that's still happening like that 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 guy was telling that story um and he had worked there you know while Biden was president, mm-hmm. so it's not that long ago. Um, there's a um, there's a Netflix doc. I think it's a Netflix documentary. I don't remember what it's called, but um, I think it's based on a YouTuber guy. But don't quote me on that either. Um, but there's. There's YouTube videos and there's a Netflix documentary of these people who hacked into like a a scam call center. Oh. And basically like fucked with them and Whoa, that's like cool. pushed it right back at them. I can't remember what it's called, but I think you would I think you would probably find it interesting. Yeah, I like the um I like uh videos of people on TikTok where they will like scam a scammer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah, it's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe it's not a Netflix thing. For sure it's a YouTube thing. If you just like there's a few people that do it, but it's cool cuz like like in one of them the guy or at least one of them, the guy gets like hacks into their local network and he's able to get into the camera system. 
So then he can like look in on their security cameras mm. and basically call the like know what workstation these people are at and then call them out specifically over the phone and, and be like, hey, fuck you, buddy. And then you can watch them react in real time. <laughs> That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Did you find the name or are you still looking? No, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to You're going to give up? Okay. Yep. But yeah, uh, he ended up obviously going after the 1% of rich Americans. So it's, have you seen the movie Hustlers? Yeah. Because obviously this movie takes place in the 80s and 90s. Mm -hmm. um, And that movie kind of takes place in like 2008 or not. Whenever the stock market crash was that. Okay. And they talk about um, that movie kind of is all about hating like Wall Street dudes that have a lot of money and Mm -hmm. wanting to steal their money and stuff. What? Like, is Wall Street still as big as it was in in like Hustlers, or as it was in this movie, or like what does that mean yeah, if stock, you live if you work on Wall Street? It's the, like working within the stock exchange at the stock in the stock market. Like it's still just is. It's basically it's when people say that money kind of runs everything. That's where it's happening. It's just money's moving around between companies. That new. Uh, what the heck's the new uh, GameStop movie that's coming out? Oh, I saw that. I don't know what it's called, but I saw Dumb that. Dumb Money. Yeah. So that, like, so, I mean, that's a true story too, right? A much more recent true story um, where basically day traders, like retail trailer, traders, that'd be us, like people who are just going in mm-hmm. on their own and buying stuff. Basically, that whole shebang made it clear that it's the whole thing's kind of rigged oh. because they were able to like where, you know, normal people were buying GameStop and holding on to it, not selling it as it blew up and blew up and blew up. Mm-hmm. All the big corporations were like shorting it, basically saying basically, and I could be saying things a little incorrectly here, but the gist is they were paying betting against it, betting against GameStop saying it would fail. Yeah. So the worse GameStop does, the more money they make. But then, you know, the little guys, us, like normal people, started buying the shit out of GameStop. So it jacked the prices up, which oh. completely fucked them over because they're basically losing that bet that GameStop is going to go down. Right. So they're losing money while, like, normal people are making it. Yeah. But then by the end of it, while, like, one of the days, one of the, like, retail trading apps just stopped allowing transfers. Mm-hmm. Like, just for no reason. Well, say I don't remember the excuse they gave, but it was because it was they didn't like what was happening, basically. Mm. So it, it kind of really, the thing that, it said the thing out loud that everybody just kind of knew was happening. happening. Does that make sense? Kind Which of? is? That Wall Street and the all the big, you know, stockbroker companies, the, all the big, uh, what are they called? Um, I feel dumb for not remembering hedge funds, like all these huge sources of money are basically, they rigged the whole system. Yeah. Okay. And it basically gives, reinforces the idea that it's like going to be next to impossible to, to change. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It's, um, whereas this, this is a completely different scam though. Like this isn't like a. This is completely 
overtly illegal like means right. of earning. Well, so when Steve Madden comes into the picture, mm-hmm. they he's not big yet, but they see that he's, he's getting big. So do you remember do you remember when Facebook went public? I think it was Facebook. Facebook. I was a wee little lad when Facebook went public. Yeah. So like Facebook was already big. Yeah. It was already really big. So you can have a really popular thing that's still not publicly traded. And then mm. they decided to take it public. Okay. Because he was this like big name that everybody knew. Okay. And they were going to use it as their next big scam, basically. Yeah. So what was the exact scam with the Steve Madden thing is they were, so they had, had some of the, they bought some of his, the shares. They bought a shit ton of his shares just before they went public. Okay. So they had a whole bunch of shares. Is it just before or just after? They had, whether it's just before or just after, either way, at the very beginning of the public offering, whether it's just before or just after, they buy a shit ton of the shares or a, a good chunk of the shares. And then once it goes live, they, he, he talks about it. Mm-hmm. He starts to talk about it and then he stops and he goes, you know what, this is kind of boring or whatever he says <laughs> in the movie. But basically what they do is they get a bunch of their friends, a bunch of people they know to buy a fuck ton of the stock. Right. Yeah. So then that starts to rise up on the graphs. Yep, yep, yep. So then big companies and other people see that and they're like, shit, we got to get in on this. Yeah. So then they start buying it. Yeah. And it just goes up and up and up because all these other people start buying it. And then once it gets to this point where I don't know if maybe it starts to plateau or maybe they feel it's gotten high enough, they unload, they unload the, their friend's shares and make a fuck ton of money. So it's like, it's, I think it's, it's pump and dump is what it's called. So basically... Like, so why is that illegal? Because it the rise was the initial rise was fake because I it basically like I think of it as me giving you money to go buy something and you don't tell anybody that you were given money to buy it and you say, you know, it kind of like think of it kind of like an influencer, <sighs> right? Sure. If they are promoting a product, yeah. And they they have now most platforms they make them say it's an ad. Yeah. But you know when they don't, they're like, oh, this is the greatest product. I would yeah. This and this but then and they get a cut. Right. But they're getting they have immediate benefits for every like the better it sells, the yeah. more they get paid. Okay. So it's kind of the same concept as that, right? It's not. It's. But that wasn't illegal. It was just more of like. Right. It's know. so. Whereas that like this is. So you're selling what you, by selling, okay. So. I don't really know how stocks work, so it it was kind of hard to follow. Think of it, think of it like a, think of a, think of stocks like a cake, right? You kind of, you, you have a cake and you cut it into however many pieces. Mm -hmm. You're, and that's a company, that cake's a company. Mm -hmm. Buying shares are buying slices of the cake, Mm -hmm. right? Yep. Got that part. So the more. The more, like, the more pieces of the cake you have, like, say, I know, say, say the cake, whatever the cake is, gets really popular. So it becomes more valuable by demand. Yeah. Right. So you, if you have more shares, those shares become more valuable in and of themselves because everybody wants the thing. Yep. So then when that happens, you can sell those shares. Yeah. For that value. Right. And then whoever you sold them to, now they have them at that value. But if the value, if the demand goes down, 
the so value goes down. How were they faking that it was really high value? They had their friends buy it. And they oh, were getting a cut. Oh, 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 oh what, I see. I got it. I, sorry. Yes. Okay, I get it now. Yep. Sorry. Took me a second to get there. Yeah. But I get it now. Yep. So they were... Basically, okay. just... They say they're, they're friends. Just think of it as them. They were buying a shit ton. Yeah, okay. And telling everybody else, hey, this is the bomb. When in reality, most of the stuff that they were selling was horse shit, and it wasn't going to go anywhere. Yeah. But before anyone could catch on... They had already sold everything, the thing. Like, that's the thing with the, all the penny stocks, right? Like, the when they focused on Aerotyne or Aerodyne International or whatever, industries, whatever it was, mm-hmm. the very first thing he sold when he went to the Pink Sheets place, he sold, like, what, 4000 or something? Oh, yeah. And it showed the photo of the garage that had the shitty sign on it. Yep. And while he was on the phone with the person, he's like, this is their cutting edge. This is going to be the next mm-hmm. big thing. Mm-hmm. So, like, by doing that, in a, that there is, like, you're lying about what you're selling. Yeah, yeah. So, it's, it's so all marketing, compounding. Marketing of products is crazy, and it's hard to trust any anyone in anything. Obviously, this is, like, a very large-scale scam, but um, this opens up a potentially good opportunity to discuss... Regular daily scams that we all encounter on a daily basis. Because it's like, when you think about it, like, how many, as dumb as it sounds, this is my, like, basic example, is, like, bottled water, such a scam. Because you, you don't actually, like, I, I saw a video about this where they were saying, they market water in a way of saying, like, you shouldn't not do it. You shouldn't not buy the water because water's good for you. But it's also like, why are we paying? F- why have we allowed $5 for a plastic water bottle at a concert or something? Do you get you know what I'm saying? I think <laughs> it's just like in, there's little... in, in situations where it's elevated like that, I would, I would say in general, bottled water isn't that expensive. Yeah. Like if you go to Quick Trip, a, a, like a big bottle of Ice Mountain is like two or three dollars yeah but it's it's also like this is another dumb one that i've heard but like the marketing thing of hot dogs are sold in like a pack of 10 mm-hmm. and then and hot dog are buns are sold in a pack of eight and it's like why so you have to buy two things of buns but then you're gonna need more hot dogs and it's all just a fucking scam to get you to buy more which is why i don't know just needless to say consumers you know we're all getting smarter i think but so are the people marketing to us, and they're trying to figure out ways to make us dumb so they can sell more product. I think the, I think, I mean, being playing a little bit of devil's advocate, just in terms of for the hot dog thing, right? So the, the eight, <laughs> that was a kind of a well, stupid I, example. I know, but just like something like that, though, can you could probably find a way to explain it, right? Because like buns, sometimes they fall apart. Right. And then you're out of then you only have seven buns for your eight hot dogs when you go to rip a bun off and it, you know, crumbles up. Or maybe I don't know, maybe you like drop one on the floor or something. Like having an extra having an extra hot dog if you like drop one in the grill. You're doing I got it backwards. I had it backwards, but Yeah, but you're doing exactly what marketing does and it's all just but that's stupid. But, it's a dumb argument. <laughs> I don't think it is though, because not for hot dogs and buns for sure. Because like there, you don't see commercials for buns. 
You don't really see you see uh, you see ads for like Johnsonville brats and yeah. shit, but like it's not like they're it's not like they're saying go buy this band brand of bun. Yeah, but you know the, <laughs> this is so stupid. I'm sorry. Who cares? <laughs> it's just making me laugh. But like the thing too is I went to you know uh, there's a grocery store um, around here that things are really cheap, and I went there and um, they basically had like advertised like. I don't remember what it was. Well, it was granola bars. A box of granola bars was like three ninety nine, and you could buy, you could get two for seven ninety nine. But that's basic. The cost of two boxes would also be eight dollars. Mm-hmm. So it's like it was not actually a deal, but they put it like that to make you think you're getting a deal. Mm-hmm. Or and it's like it's like, it's like uh, you go to a store and you go to. I don't know, like, like J.C. or like Old Navy at any given time. Yeah, there's always, there's always a sale. Beginning of summer sale. Yeah, second week of summer sale. Yeah, month well, a month into summer sale. <laughs> no, literally, <laughs> literally. And then I saw this TikTok on this last ba- Black Friday that happened, um, mm-hmm. where people were like, "What the fuck happened to the Black Friday deals?" Because now it's like. Buy one, get one 20% off. That ain't no fucking deal anymore. <laughs> like, it used to be, like, buy one, get one, like, TVs. And now it's like... I think they realized, no. I think they realized that they... By doing... By doing kind of what you were saying... This is just a guess, but by doing what you were saying, where they have these, like... They don't list things at MSRP, and then they, like, they say there's a discount... MSRP, you don't know what I'm talking about? I don't remember what the acronym stands for, but it's basically what the suggested sale price. Okay. Like, so you look on the back of like a, of a movie or something, mm-hmm. and it'll say MSRP thirty nine ninety five, okay. but then they'll put it on the shelf for 25 Okay. So it by doing that, they make it seem like it's marking it down. At this point, yeah. like something like movies, people are kind of, you know, caught on to the fact that... Like, if you buy a movie on release day for full price, you're paying way too much because they always come, it always comes down. Right. It always comes down. Right. They're, they're taking. I know when we saw um, Little Mermaid, it was like 20 bucks a ticket. Mm -hmm. And I saw Barbie not on the Thursday, but on the Friday. And it was only like 12. But I I also, Little Mermaid was an IMAX. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Which I guess too, like, and. That's a whole different thing, right? But I mean, potentially to talk about, but we don't need to go there. But it's just, it's one of those things where I think they, they realize that they, Black Friday, well, I think something else just popped in my head about Black Friday too, is with Black Friday, for sure, in stores, stores aren't, don't have as much in like, in their warehouses anymore stock like on the shelves in the back room and i think black friday was a good way for them to get rid of overstock and to like cycle through what they have but now they already are have are holding way less on hand because of online everything yeah and they're already i i get why the like society has gone in that general trend like online shopping has exploded in recent years so i get that it's just kind of a bummer because Black Friday used to be so cool. Like it was such a, I don't even really like shopping and it was so fun to be like, I'm going to wake up at 5am and I'm going to go stand so, outside Target. <laughs> so 
here's a here's a something to think about. Is that a scam, right? To think that you should they, stand outside for well, right? That's the the thing they get these people lining up for deals that in reality aren't like yeah on paper they look great but kind of like i was saying like but they used to be pretty great right but like so with tvs right tvs are were always the hot ticket item yeah basically like elect like computers electronics so i think just to use tvs as an example a new a slightly modified version of every model comes out every year just like usually on a quiet like there's big launches for sure with big changes like not that you would be following this but like lg just came out with their their three series so they have a3s b3s c3s g3s mm-hmm. like the one we just bought there's a c2 mm-hmm. so c3s just came out got it so that those are the big ones but there's I'm, I don't, I wouldn't, I'll just use this C2 as a, an example and it's, I don't necessarily know if it's true, if it would have been one that did it or not, but there's like, you know, in C2, the 2000, uh, the 2020 version, C2, the 2021 version that just might have a slightly different like component used in it, in the manufacturing or something. Yeah. But they like want to cycle those through. So they fire sale the old model. Yeah. So they can get, so they have space for the new model. I, I'm, I, I'm not saying it's necessarily predatory, but it's a, I mean, it can be because it's a good way for them to offload stuff that they would have, they would probably throw away anyway. People weren't buying it. And yeah. then they use that as a means to get somebody to pull the trigger. I see you when I hear you. So either way, it's a scam, but it feels like it's gotten more like scammy. S- s- scam might not be the right word. I think it's I think predatory just in general well, yeah, because you, you're, getting, consumer, you're getting what you're, you're getting what you're buying. It's right. not like you're buying a dud TV. You're buying a TV. Right. But you think it's this really amazing deal when it's in reality probably not that crazy. Right. It, it's I mean every time a new what what kind of iPhone do you have? 12. Okay, so what are they on like the 14 or something? 15's going to come out like next month. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, like that's the thing. Like if you go on Twitter right now, everyone's like, "I feel bad for all the people who are going to go out and buy a brand new iPhone 14 today when the 15's coming out in like two weeks." Well, so I've always just I didn't even like really I didn't put into thought of into this on my own, but just consistently I've only had two, three iPhones. Like I'm on my third iPhone, so when I switched from my first iPhone to my second iPhone, I remember going in and saying like. Um, you know, like I I forget, I didn't like something about the newest model, whatever it was at the time. I think it was like the eight and I had the six. And so I was like, I'll just take the seven. And then the, the guy was like, yeah, do it because the eight just came out and you're going to get a good deal. So then I did the same thing when I, my seven went out and I got the 11 Mm -hmm. when the 12 just came out. And so I've just, I've just always done that. I've, I've never gotten like the new model. Mm-hmm. Um, cause even when the six came out, like I had the, the seven was, or I mean, sorry, when I got the six, the seven had already come out. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I've just always done that. I think it's stupid to go out and buy the brand new model. It, and I guess if you have the money, you can do whatever you please. But if you're trying to like make a smart decision, it feels like a weird thing to splurge on. It depends. Because is it really 
depending on how different the model is, is it really that big of a difference? Like it depends. It really depends. Like model to model, no, for sure. But at the same time, like you know, like if you go, if you go, like like we were just saying, the fourteen is about to. The 15 is about to come. Yeah. Right. So if you, when the 15 comes out, there's a price drop on the 14s yeah. and you buy the 14, like people who want to have the new, they're, by getting the 14, you're kind of, there's potential for setting yourself behind a year yeah. later. Yeah. Just for whatever That's it might true. be. I mean, and it's, and it's all, it's all depends on how an individual values something, right? Yeah. Like, so I, like I spent, I spent like five hundred dollars, five hundred plus on a single golf club. Like not that long ago, yeah, you no, would never I know, ever do that. I know, I know. It's all up to right. to each their own. I'm just saying, it feels. And I know people could say this about stuff that I buy, yeah, but I'm anything, just saying personally, anything, it feels silly to me. Anything I once, new, anything I new that bought, has an earlier version, usually, yeah. I mean, there's obviously things that have huge advancements, right? But for the most part, like, but like I once bought a a book that was new, and I paid ten extra dollars to get the author to sign it, mm-hmm. and my brother was like, "Why would you do that? Like, you could spend that ten dollars elsewhere." And it's like, "Well, because I wanted the damn signature." Mm-hmm. And other people could be like, "Why?" Who gives a fuck? Right. But obviously, I know we all care about different things. But when you see those people like lining outside Apple, like, I have to have it. Mm-hmm. I just, it's always so crazy to me that so many people are like that. I think, I think for a lot of people or for a decent number of people, something like, something like iPhones is kind of like, it's a, it's kind of a status thing. It's kind of a, yeah, it's an, for ex- sure. it's an, it's an accessory that they wear basically. I'm rich. Cause like, I have the new iPhone, right? People don't necessarily <laughs> care about the functionality. Like think it's a perfect. Another thing is cars, right? Yeah. You'll see people with Mercedes SUVs, yep. Lexus SUVs. And like the person driving it is like, you know, if you, if you took off the emblem that said what kind of car it was and you gave them the keys to a Ford, they wouldn't be able to tell you it was a Ford. You know what I mean? Sure. It's, I, it's I, the, I know. There was, when the um, iPhone X came out, um, so the 10, mm-hmm. um, again, I still had my 7 at the time, and I remember that was like a really big deal because that was when Face ID first became a thing, and there was a kid in my class, only like one kid in my entire cl- like grade that got the iPhone X, and I remember like thinking like, wow. He's so cool for being able to have the iPhone X that I like borrowed it and just played with like the, the memoji thing where you can like move your face mm-hmm. to the animal. Um, but like after like 10 minutes, I was like, all right, like, cause that's literally what it is. You get bored so fast to your phone and it's not even most, most people who buy like, and I've noticed this with myself too, is I get spend so much money on something thinking I'm going to use it forever and da 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 da. And we get always get bored because we all have short attention spans because of our phones. Yeah, I think it's it's one of those things. Like I, I've spent a lot of money on my hobbies. Like, if, and you've stuck them out. That's rare. Most right. people don't stick out their hobbies for. I mean, how long have you been golfing? Yeah, I mean <laughs> that. I think that's the thing, though. Is is people, and this is a generalization, obviously. The 
it's I think it's getting better. I think it's getting better, at least among people I talk to people, you know, around my age, around your age that I talk to. It's it's a little different now or it's starting to get better where people are starting to kind of try different things and actually realize that, you know, putting time into stuff can be rewarding. Yeah, I think. Distractions are one thing, you know, the, the distraction slash attention span. But if you if you can stick out any one hobby long enough to hit the, you know, hit the you're aha getting, moment, yeah, like what you're you're getting out of it, what you paid for. Just, just think of it. Think of it like like you treat it like parents treat it with younger kids, right? Like you kind of people don't like to put it this way but you basically force your kids to try mm-hmm. something right mm-hmm. and maybe they come home after day one and say they want to quit but you like you like plenty of parents just say tough shit and you yeah. gotta keep going and yeah. then you know they say tough shit for a few weeks and then it turns out that they realize they like it because they hit that aha light bulb moment right i think it's i think it's become really hard for adults to sit in that stage of discomfort yeah. for things yeah. like if they don't have if they don't have that uh gratification that they're not going to want to do it yeah or they're gonna they're gonna it's hard to see it's hard to see the point in something if you're not getting any return on it right but if you don't stick with it long enough you're never going to get any return on it yeah tea that was tea mm. well said um let's go back to the movie <laughs> yeah um i mean there's not really much else to discuss i would say mainly the other things that we missed talking about was the aunt and how she that was um oh my god wait i know her name naomi uh it was her aunt mm-hmm. who jordan somehow like roped into putting so, her name on the swiss account <laughs> right right she she knew she knew that their money wasn't exactly like she knew it was shady. Right. And I think the idea is that she had also been involved in shady things. Yeah. So she was prior. So she's familiar. Yeah. It's not like she, it's, she's not new. She's been around the block. What was, what was the whole thing with like him, like hating on her? What was the point of that? I think it was just one of those things where they both are familiar with the way things usually go. Yeah. So then they, I th- I don't think it was necessarily, I think it was one of those things like they hadn't verbalized like, oh, we don't need to go there. Like, <laughs> that's not what, like. Yeah. I mean, okay. they did, she did at the, like, yeah. at the end of it. She's kind of like, hey, now, like, I get what you're doing. I get what you're about. <laughs> but nah, we yeah. don't need to do that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. At least that's my No, that that makes sense. Um, Yeah. And then obviously she croaks. Yeah, and then he's like, "Oh no!" But what about the money? Which I would expect nothing less, obviously. Right. Um, but I think it was implied that Naomi didn't know that the money. Like, did do you think she knew? Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, think so either. Um, because otherwise he would have just said something and right. Um, and then we obviously get the whole thing of them on the yacht, mm-hmm. and uh, that was so ridiculous. The the sea them in the sea mm-hmm. and then being rescued by like italians Co- or coast guard yeah some sort of coast guard yeah yeah or they navy. S- yeah they said it was like italy right and they're like when you get rescued by people from italy you 
they give you wine and you dance or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is going on? That's kind of like, you know, the phrase like jump the shark. The whole movie was kind of jumping the shark in a way because it's so ridiculous. But do you, I can explain it. No, I know. I know. Oh, darn. I was kind of thinking this is my moment to explain something. But anyway, that was kind of a moment where I felt like they jumped the shark or it's like, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but whatever. Obviously, all had a reason for it. I mean, um, yeah. Well, and then, the, you know, the, there's a little like the little extra tidbit where the they I mean, they show it happening, but they wouldn't have seen it happening. But the helicopter that got sent to. Oh, yeah. Rescue them or like pick them up. Like, right. Crashed. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Um, and there's the. Uh, there's the whole. This this might have happened before the yacht thing, and I just don't remember, but there was that whole thing where they took that one drug, and they were like, oh, it's a dud, it's like not kicking fuse. in. Yeah, yeah, that was... Was that before the yacht? That should have been... Uh, shit. I can't find it in the... in the thing. But, I mean... I think it was... I think it was after that, because... Didn't they tell him not to go anywhere, and then they go to Milan or wherever they're at? Yeah, yeah. I could be wrong about that. I guess it doesn't really matter, but also that that was pretty crazy how they had them play like that. It's almost like they were he was paralyzed, like his body was paralyzed by the drugs. Mm -hmm. Um, that had to be somewhat earlier on in the movie because that was when he was on the phone with his dad. At the payphone, and he was like, "I'm not going to talk to anybody." That had to be earlier on. In the no, movie. no. There's a later. There's a later conversation where the guys in the phone. Oh, and when he, he says and the guys they like that, yeah, the, the phone tap. Okay, sorry, this confusing. That's why he too. has to go to the country club. To, yeah, 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 yeah. And then he has that whole thing about how he thinks he made it home, but then the cops come and they're like, "Your car's destroyed. You did not make it home in one piece." Mm-hmm. Um, I think that yeah, that part's pretty funny. Yeah, that it's was like pretty not good. A scratch on it. Yeah, and the whole like way they were talking, where he's like, "Hang up the phone," yeah. <laughs> to to Donnie. Uh-huh. It was so ridiculous. Um, and then, uh, we see like Naomi being like, "You going to jail? I'm out." And also, like, you're an addict and I hate you. Mm-hmm. I don't love you anymore, Jordan. <laughs> Her <laughs> accent was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that was that was so... T- it was actually kind of sad to, like, they were fighting. And then he goes in and, like, does a line of coke and then goes in and... Well, I'm just assuming he was coke. I don't know what takes it was. Takes the kid. And takes the kid, like, right out of the bed. And then is like, well, I'm just going to back up through the garage. And then it's like, buddy, <laughs> hold on a second. And then he wears the wire, and then he's like, Donnie, don't incriminate yourself, dog. And mm-hmm. he doesn't. But then everything ends up going to shit anyway. They figure they shit out. They find the note. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because of people messing up and stuff, and then he goes to prison. Mm-hmm. For what, exactly? Like, what was the... I'm going to look the charge. It's like... Says security, uh, money, laundering. Fr- money laundering and securities fraud, also known as stock fraud, is a deceptive practice in the stock 
that induces investors to make purchase or sale decisions on the basis of false information. Okay. So basically just fancy term for scam. Mm -hmm. So yeah, then he goes to, goes to prison, gets out of prison. And then it, like they show at the end, he's like getting interviewed. No, he's doing, he's, he's like a, becomes a motivational speaker. Yeah. Coming type. to give like a seminar yep. on like marketing. Sales techniques. Did you know that the guy who introduces is, is really Jordan Belford? Yeah. That's crazy. Here I am thinking this whole movie, like, wow, Jordan Belford in real life probably hates this movie because it makes him look like a fucking psycho. Well, I mean, he wrote the book that it's based on. But I didn't know that while I was watching the movie. And so I'm sitting there like, what in the hell? And then I see on the little Amazon Prime thing, Leonardo DiCaprio as Jordan Belfort. Jordan Belfort as blah, blah, blah. And I was mm -hmm. like, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> so that was, that was pretty cool that they put that in there. Mm -hmm. And then he does the whole thing that he did in the beginning where it's like, sell me this pen. Mm -hmm. And he goes down the line of trying to teach everybody how to market right I that guess? they're they're well i think the idea is that they're looking at it too they're they're not looking at it from a wide enough lens right yeah yeah it was a it was a wild ride this movie i was also going to say that i liked um that he we kind of they kind of break the fourth wall and he talks to the camera sometimes mm -hmm. that's uh, that was cool i've mentioned numerous times uh the big short yeah, that they do. This, they do the that. same thing in that. They do it a couple times in Vice as well, which again is the same vein that I've mentioned before. But the Big Short, it's a big. <laughs> the Big Short has that that happens a few times to explain the ins and outs of like they'll the narrator, which is Ryan Gosling, will, he's the narrator at parts, and he'll say, and to explain how this works, here's you know famous chef. Anthony Bourdain or whatever. <laughs> and then he comes in and explains how a certain part of the housing market works. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Margot Robbie's in that one. She explains. She explains something <laughs> like it's to, and to explain this, here's Margot Robbie in a bathtub or in a bubble bath or something. <laughs> and she's in a bubble bath. Like that's explaining. ironic because now they're in Barbie together. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. crazy. It's always crazy to see like how. Yeah. Combination yeah, the, of actors come the together. Six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Oh, yep. Yep. We've talked about that. Which, um, with a lot of these people, is a lot fewer than six. It's usually one to one. Right. You can find something. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the people that are in the, involved in the movies that we're talking about today. Right. Right. Um, should we move into our segments? Sure. Um, <laughs> the favorite quote that i had is a funny one and it became like a tiktok sound in like 2021 but it's margot robbie's line when she's like stop flexing your muscles jordan you look like a fucking imbecile <laughs> it became like a tiktok sound and i just think it's a, the way her accent is is just the, it made the line funny mm -hmm. so that was mine just because it made me made me giggle did you have one? Uh, you know, me and my lack of... Go ahead and pick one right now, yeah, then, yeah, yeah. is what I really should say. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I mean, there's plenty of little funny parts, right? 
trying to think. There's one. I don't need to scroll forever. I really, this is my biggest area for needs improvement. Is I need to actually just start. Like if I hear something, just make a note. I, tr- I try to do that, and sometimes it does go too fast where I can't think of anything. But that's why if I can't think of a deep one, then I just pick one that made me laugh. Um, I'm not seeing it here, but I, this is part of the scene that I'm thinking of. And it's not a good quote, but it's just like a line that I remember that I sure. remember when they're... Um, it's right out. It's right when he's uh, explaining to them this, the script, like when they changed to Stratton Oakmont, mm-hmm. and he's got everybody huddled, huddled around. And um, no, wait, maybe it's not at that scene. It might be at the dinner table scene, might, or when he does the sell me the pen. That scene, yeah, yeah. It's it's one of those two scenes, mm-hmm. and it's. I mean, they're right next to each other. I'm pretty sure, but. They're talking about stuff, and then the other guy says, and that's, like, why all nuns are lesbians. Oh, yeah. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I do remember that now that you say that. That scene was funny. So we'll go with that. I forgot about that. That's good. That's good. Um, Kill off literally everyone. (laughs) (laughs) I think, no, like, kind of like we we touched on it earlier, where, yeah, it's a long movie, but it's pretty, it's tight. It, yeah, I don't think it there's, is. There aren't really a lot of things that are there just to be there. Right, because you could get nitpicky and be like, oh, certain people that work for him we could kill off. But the whole point is that he had such a... Like a cult following, a squad. basically. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, I mean, it, it would just be nitpicky to be like, you, I hit you. Right. Um, And, like, it's one of those things where I don't think any one thing was over, like, oversold, like... At the beginning, they go, or like in, not very beginning, but towards the beginning, they go pretty ham in, in showing that like they were basically partying all the time, doing all this shit all the time, like crazy party shit. But then obviously that like, even though they're still in the height of that, they mm-hmm. stop showing it mm-hmm. because they don't need to. Right. So something like that could be something potentially to air quotes kill off. Excuse me. But yeah, it's pretty tight. Yeah. Do you have a spinoff selection? Um, I think, and I use this all the time. A backstory? Like, not necessarily like a, not necessarily a backstory, but another movie about another type of this kind of person in the same, made in the same kind of style, just telling a different story would be neat. Like, there's other people who have scammed people for a shit ton of money. Yeah. There's, and not even just that. I mean, I would say this is much better done. But I I like this other movie too. But Pain and Gain is a uh, is based loosely loosely based on a true story about these. It's about these uh, like personal training like muscle head type guys okay. that uh, kidnap like one of their wealthy clients okay and basically steal all his money and shit. Yeah, I think we as a society kind of eat those like we eat up. scammer stories but yeah i would say that that movie like this one doesn't end well for them Mm. but that movie is much more well over the top for sure but brutal and like it's 
there's never a moment where you're rooting for them. Sure. Because it's 100%. I mean, obviously, this uh, the whole time it's 100% clear that they're what they're doing is wrong. Right. But what, the, what they're doing in that movie is like, you know, torturing, kidnapping. They end up killing some people. So it's like, Brutal. It's, it's a completely different thing. But Yeah, yeah. But it's I, the same kind of vibe of movie where it's, you know, that comedy, like, comedy crime movie that's much more loosely based on a true story. I don't know. I can't speak for this one, but everything in this seems believable. There's obviously, like we said before, flourishes and things, but like there isn't anything in this that seems too over the top. Yeah. Whereas when that other movie came out, families like close to the victims and stuff were pissed off about some of the mm. portrayals because like they add, they added character, like Dwayne Johnson plays a guy that wasn't real. Okay. And, you know, yada, yada, but. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have a different answer. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I don't really have a different answer for spinoff because, again, like, I don't really care about any of the characters that much. I have also said this before, but I always find myself curious if the person has kids, how the kids turn out, mm-hmm. or really just like what I would love in a perfect world to see a documentary about how kids who their parents have been like infamous for something feel about it and Mm -hmm. if they think like their parents actually like a good person or not and whatever i think i can't think of specifically what it is but i feel like that's half i've seen that with some documentaries because there's there's when they they'll interview family members right stuff right but it's like who's the one that is is it ted bundy who has a kid i don't know i think he does but it's like imagine she's still alive i'm assuming she is Mm -hmm. Imagine her like I mean, she was she was a kid, so it's not like she'll remember right. anything probably, but this would be crazy. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like one specifically that I remember I'm pretty sure is the did you you probably haven't, but uh, McMillions on HBO. Mm-mm. It's about back in the 90s these people who cheated the Monopoly game at McDonald's. <laughs> and- Sorry. Yeah, they it, were it able, just sounds. I didn't spoiler put together alert, when you said make millions, yeah. but I get it now. Spoiler alert: They were able to basically steal the winning game pieces before oh. they were into circulation. Okay, and were able to you know take all the prizes. Okay, but um, the basically the guy that was the head of it all, they had talked to some of his kids, and they're like, "Yeah, he's dad." I mean, yada yada. I mean, I think they know that. I mean, at the time, they didn't have a concept of that necessarily being wrong yeah so it was just like dad stuff right they weren't in it's not like they were him raising them it's not like the way he raised them was like in fault like there was an involvement in those two you know procedures i guess right so i can see where like I mean, obviously, killers and murderers and all those people, there's, there's a little different stuff there. But I think these, like, you know, these kind of crimes, I think it's a different kind of thing. Did you say that was a document? Make millions of the documentary? Yeah, it's like, I think it's like a six-episode thing. I'll write it down. Okay. So, on our wheel here, um, The Wolf of Wall Street was taking up two slots, so I'm putting on... Two new movies. Two new movies. I did. Um, we were talking about this a little bit beforehand, and I chose to put... Well, actually, let's recap. <laughs> so, Colton has Good Time on there twice. 
He's got Leon the Professional on there twice, and the Fableman's on there twice. And I have six different movies because <laughs> I'm annoying. And I have um, Brave, Everything Everywhere All at Once, um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Shrek. Yeah. Am I allowed to change something that I have on there? Um, I would say not right now. We can figure it out. I think I, we had talked about it previously, but I'd have to, I don't remember off the top of my head. I don't want to watch Shrek anymore. Yeah, well, we'll <laughs> like, see. If it gets now picked that you, for this. Now that you put that out there, fuck. it's going to get picked. Oh, okay. I just feel like, what are we going to talk about? But anyway, um, maybe the people want it. And so I added, um, oh, and I have Brave. Did I say that already? Yep. Okay. And um, so I added Fight Club because I haven't seen it and I know it's iconic. And Colton gave me a little spiel beforehand. That sounds promising. And then I added Oppenheimer, which is exciting because we've never like talked about a movie that's like current in theaters or whatever. Um, yeah, so I also haven't seen that. Colton has, but if we do, then we'd get to see it on the big screen, which would be cool to discuss. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, and I think um, obviously, if depending on when that one gets picked, Right. It might. It be, might be out. It might be out at least. Years. Right. At least yeah. available digitally or something. Which. Which would be convenient. Yeah, it for, would. <laughs> it's okay. Yes. Um, I just know I want to see it, and I have a feeling it'll prompt a lot of questions. That one's like three hours too, isn't it? Yep. Okay. Um. Okay. You can. Sp- I forgot we have to record it. Um. I. You can spin this time. So. Okay. Um. Yeah. Let's get this. Uh, let's hope Shrek two doesn't get. Back. <laughs> like I said, you it's, gotta be it's careful not a you put bad, that out there. It's not a bad movie. It's not a bad movie. I just I want okay. Brave, honestly. So let me make Colton watch a Disney princess film. It's not that big of a deal. Oh my god. Here you go. Sorry to everyone who's hearing the dog barking. It might be quiet enough. It never happens. <laughs> if it's if it's regardless if it's quiet or not, I'll just cut that. So it's no big okay. deal. Are you good? Yep. All right. Decent size spin. And I'm not even shitting you. <laughs> Every fucking time. Every sure. time. Hey, guess what? You got your wish and it's off the wheel. Tell me just to shut up next time and like stop manifesting. That's hilarious. That is actually really hilarious. Well... All right. So are we only going to discuss that one, or you should watch if you. I might watch if both. you aren't familiar with the first one. You well, should watch I am. It. Are you familiar with it? Or are you seen it? Oh, I've seen it. But are you familiar with it? <laughs> if that's a no, then you should watch. Well, it. no, yeah, that's the one with Lord Farquaad. Well, yeah. Well, I just know that. Okay. Real quick, gonna run down before we start Shrek Two because hopefully everyone's listening to this episode before they listen to Shrek Two. But that's the one where we meet Shrek. He's an ogre living in his little shack thingy. Mm-hmm. And then Lord Farquaad's trying to get Fiona because he's trying to wake her up out of her mm-hmm. little slumber thingy. And then he, like, recruits Shrek to, like, help him, basically. And then Fiona, like, falls in love with, like, Shrek. And then we realize she's an ogre. And then, like... And Donkey's there. <laughs> <laughs> meets donkey but i know he does and then obviously like wait no supposed to have boots in the first one Mm-mm. 
Okay, I didn't think so. I thought he was in the second one. But, yeah, like, she's going to marry Lord Farquaad at the end, but then Shrek, like, cat crashes it, and then, like, they're together. And I know the second one, they are together, and they go to whatever the land is called. Mm-hmm. And then that's where, like, the stupid blonde-haired guy that I hate and the fairy godmother and the giant gingerbread man. And that's the important stuff. And human Shrek. <laughs> so I'll watch both. Jesus. But I'm just saying, I do know the first one. Okay. That was pretty good. First one's, well, yeah. For not having seen it in a while, that was pretty good. Right. But the thing that makes Shrek great isn't the, isn't the overarching thing. It's all the little, like, it's the adult humor jokes in the kids' Don't movie. Get like, get out of me swamp. That's the best. Yeah, we can discuss part. all the funny little humor jokes that we missed as children. Okay. Um, I'll shut up now, and we'll do our podcast outro. <laughs> So, um, everyone knows the drill. You should email us, twistturnsoneliners at gmail.com if you have feedback. You can follow us on Twitter at TTOLpod. You can follow us on Instagram. We love Instagram at twistturnsoneliners. And then we're also on YouTube, which is new, so you can just listen to the audio on YouTube if you so desire. At twistturnsoneliners also. So. Uh, just to uh, oh. remind you, too, yeah. uh, Shrek will be up in a couple weeks from That's now, right. two weeks from now. Um, I'll be making sure that I update the posts yeah. correctly for those. But so, good. yeah, we'll see you in two weeks for Shrek and next week for a wild card, I guess. Okay. <laughs> Bye, everybody.